but having an I don't give a fuck about the way you're perceived in the actions that you're doing is a very freeing thing because when you are, if you're constantly worried about how people are thinking about you, uh, you're going to do, you know, you're going to act according to how you think they're thinking about you, which is like a reverse chess game. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. People are like, I don't play chess. I'm like, you fucking do every day with the way you, you carry yourself around people. You're acting in a way that you're imagining they're thinking about Stop you. right now. It's so freaking brilliant. It's like, you know, so anyway, if you, what if you didn't care about the way that they think about you, then you could just be Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Leslie Logan, Pilates instructor and fitness business coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world, and the number one thing I see stopping people from achieving anything is self-doubt. My friends, action brings clarity, and it's the antidote to fear. Each week, my guests will bring bold, executable, intrinsic, and targeted steps that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Be It Till You See It interview recap, where my co-hosts in life, Brad and I, are going to dig into the energizing convo I have with Geneva Faith in our last episode. If you haven't yet listened to that one, feel free to pause us now, go back and listen to that one, then come back and join us or do this and then go back. You know, just let it play while you're cleaning your house. You do you. Do um, this. Do that. Do that. Let us know how you like to do it. Do you like to listen to the recap first or the interview first? I'm intrigued. Um, so, y'all, as you are listening to this, if you're listening to it on the day it comes out or the days it comes out, um, we are actually finally launching our scheduling tool. It is. It's happening. Holy freaking moly. Yep. So, um, we actually were hoping to do this in October and then... November, November, and, then and then there's a thing in December, <laughs> and it's now happening on January 30th. Holy, I'm so excited. We've been really working so hard. Our partners in crime with this tool are freaking phenomenal. They have thought of everything. Like this, the the software itself, the app itself is like it's incredible. It's it is, really impressive. It is amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. And I wish I had known about it when I was looking for a scheduling tool. So <laughs> so anyways, they um they have partnered with us to make it so perfect for the Pilates businesses out there that we know so well. And I'm putting little coaching videos for you in there. So yeah. you get little doses of like advice on what you should be doing when it comes to memberships or not memberships or Invoices, invoices or, or chat tools oh my God, or I got online. I got some upsell coaching tips in there, which I've yeah. always really wanted people to pay attention to. So anyways, if you go to ProfitablePilates.com slash scheduling. No, ProfitablePilates.com slash scheduling. True. I'm doing a free webinar in honor of launching this app. I'm wanting to teach you all how to actually schedule your life so that what you want to have in it is in it and how you can work on your business. And I'm just so freaking stoked. So it's a free workshop. It's one of my favorite ones to do. And then we're going to show you how this tool is going to help you make what I just taught you happen. Yes. So anyways, whether Love or not it. you're interested in the tool, you should just come to that because I'm literally going to teach you how to yeah. make time. But also you should come because the tool is pretty freaking cool. I'm I in. I think it's great. Yeah. 
All right, Brad here. If you are sick and tired of bragging about how busy you are, because we like to wear it like a badge of honor, and now you're actually over it because you're just so busy all the time, always and forever, you should join us this Sunday for a webinar that Leslie is hosting called Ditching Busy. We are going to be going through all the tips that she uses when she's creating her schedule. She goes through and reevaluates things, figures out how she can make her life the life that she wants to live, and then schedules her clients around herself and the hours that she sets aside to teach. So if that sounds like something that would be helpful for you, this webinar is free. It is going to be on Sunday at 12 p.m. PST, this Sunday, January 30th. Just go to ditchingbusy.com and join us for free. Okay, now what is our audience question? Okay, this week we had a fun one, um, which is um, <laughs> people always ask us, how do we do all the things? And in this week, they were specifically referring to how do you work on two projects or businesses without getting overwhelmed? Well, you're going to get overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I think that overwhelm is nothing to do with uh, the, the project at hand. I think it's actually the way that we approach life. I feel like we just told people Santa doesn't exist. And I'm so sorry if your kids are in the car. I hope you're wearing headphones. Anyways, um, the re- well, because it's like, I think people think that like people are doing it all magically or without overwhelm. And the pull back the curtain thing is, is that you get overwhelmed yeah. and then you make changes and then you're on this new level, which means new devil. And eventually you would overwhelm again. And so first yeah, but I, mean, I also think that it's, that's why I think that, you know, if you keep bumping up against overwhelm, um, it is, it, it you take, take the, the equation, the, the, the two things that are the, the, the recurring uh, theme in that is you and overwhelm, right? Mm-hmm. So it actually has nothing to do with the thing that you're working on. This is actually a mental exercise that we end up building up to this like explosion point, And then we go back and it's a cyclical thing and it can be applied to anything that you happen to be working on. Okay. Two things just made me think of one, you get to choose how you see the situation you're in. So you can continue to see it as I'm overwhelmed, or you can see it as a teaching tool for how you got there so that you can make changes. And so it's a choice. So you can do that. Second, be mindful of when you're saying you're overwhelmed. Is this another version of procrastination, AKA perfectionism? So those are a couple of things. The other thing I will say is, you know, Brad and I have uh, one of our podcast guests, Kareen Walsh, um, treated us to the human design test. And we are both generators. So if you're wondering how we do it all, like inherently we're born to do that. We also have a team of 20 and we have this many people because every time we hit overwhelm, we figured out how can we at this, now that we're at this point, what needs to be outsourced? So really when I'm at overwhelm right now and I'm at it because a lot of things are happening all at once and I have a vacation coming up. So I'm very excited about that. However, Another thing that we will say from experience is be really mindful if you're trying to grow two things at once from start, because it's just, you cannot do it. I, I, I think that if we were to go back and do it all over again, we would have picked one yeah. of the three companies that yeah. we run. Yeah. Um, and it would have made everything a lot easier because think about it. Let's just say that you have like, let's say you're an idea machine, uh, like Leslie is an ideas machine. Uh, and 
if you decide to uh, you know, act on all those ideas at the same time, you're going to have a lot of slow progress. And that is basically what we've been doing for years now. If we had been able to take one thing, really focus on that and catapult it forward, get market share, lots of users, make a bunch of money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Once we have ha- would have had a team, infrastructure, all of this thing in place for that one amazing thing, imagine then adding a second thing to that one thing where you already have a huge client base, a huge thing, whatever, like it is just a better way <laughs> to do it. Yes. And, and, and here I know like, you know, there's a fear. Oh, what if somebody has my idea? Well, pick the better of the two ideas and focus on that one. Well, and also read the book, Big Magic, like ideas want to be born and it's okay if someone has your idea, even if you act on your idea you know, it's still going to be different. So don't worry about that too much. Please don't ever ask me like which one will we have chosen. Don't make me choose my babies. But, um, but it is true. Like we, we definitely have a lot going on and we've had to hire for that. And when we hit overwhelm, we figure out what is the root cause? How can we change that? And then we start thinking like, well, when can we change that? So that also helps because it's like a light at the end of the tunnel, like a light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, oh, Okay, if I just get to that point, then we can bring on. So we're at the point where we're bringing on someone else to help me because I've hit the I've hit the the ceiling again. We can get specific. So um, Leslie, if you don't know, uh, has for I don't know, almost ten years, basically been writing everything. I write everything. So emails, uh, like newsletter emails, blog posts. Um, descriptions for everything, uh, all th- all of the social media. Every class description, every YouTube tutorial, every yep. flashcard, every newsletter for all three companies. Um, and what I'm not all kidding. All social media for three Instagrams. <laughs> yeah, when like years ago when we were trying to figure out, you know, like how do we figure, you know, how do we describe ourselves? I literally used to introduce her as an author and a writer. Yeah, that's funny, right? Because we all think of her as Pilates, but the amount of writing that she was doing was as much, if not more, than teaching. You know, and that was kind of that was kind of amazing. And what we've effectively identified is that right now, today, a lot of her time is still going towards writing, and that's where she needs to be uninterrupted. Don't bother me. I got to focus. I need an hour. I need two hours. I need three hours to get this stuff done. We literally have a light that I turn on that says shh. <laughs> and so what we've identified now is wouldn't it be really cool if we had someone to help mm-hmm. you know with this kind of stuff you know um someone that could uh you know help with maybe writing a newsletter on our behalf or something to that so extent. Brad's so, been writing the newsletter so I've yeah so the temporary solution is that I'm writing the newsletter you know what I love the people okay here I'm just gonna side note every person that I've talked to like on the phone or in person, they're like, oh my God, I'm getting newsletters from Brad. I love it. And I'm like, I've been writing to you for years. You haven't said anything. You've never said, I love it. No, but smallest violin playing for me right now. But anyways, yes, Brad is correct. So we're at the point where I need someone to do some transcribing of some lives that I do. Um, Yeah. Just to help out and yeah. and effectively, you know, she was talking about outsourcing, but we we now we're it's insourcing because we're bringing them on the team and they'll be actually part of the team. Yeah. So if you are if you are a copywriter, right? Yeah. And you you like to say the f word a lot, but not on paper. Um, I'm really interested <laughs> in talking to you. But anyways, that's a great question. And I I 
I am so sorry that we couldn't just say, just get over it. You can do it. I would love to. It would be so much easier. But the reality is, is overwhelm is such a great, it's almost like a flashlight of, do you really want to be doing this? If yes, then what do you have to do to like make room from the ceiling and the crown of your head so you're not so overwhelmed? And And if um, no, stop. 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 Full permission to quit. Oh my God. We can quit things, people. We can. Okay. So. This is so fun. Thanks for that question. Yeah, that's a good question. You can send your questions into the Be a Pod on Instagram um, or send us your bold moments. We really, really, really love hearing how you use um, our guests, be it action items or just like anything. Just tell us what your boldness is. We, I, w- I want to be inspired. Remember back when you were taking clients because you were happy to take any client? They came in the door. You were like, yes, what time do you want? I'll teach you at that time. Well, if that's how you're still operating, you're probably feeling close to where Leslie was when she finally burnt out. After doing that for so many years, it got to the point where she felt like she had no control over her schedule, her life. She couldn't get up and do the things she wanted to do. She couldn't walk the dogs when she wanted to walk them, take a lunch when she wanted to take it, and eventually hit a wall. And after that breaking point, it became really obvious that things needed to change. And so she sat down and she made some decisions and completely changed the way that she managed her clients and the way that she built her schedule to make it work for her instead of working the other way around. So if that's something that you would be interested in, join us this Sunday at 12 p.m. PST, January 30th for a free webinar. Join us at ditchingbusy.com. Okay, now let's talk about Geneva Faith. As the ultimate creator of Safe Spaces, Geneva Faith is a Reiki master teacher, founder of Tales from the Stripped, and is a heartbreak breakup coach. Thought that was kind of cool. I think that's (laughs) Everyone needs one (laughs) Yeah. Uh, From dancing your way to confidence to working with your energy, Geneva helps individuals get bold and honor every piece of their story. Uh, well, I really enjoyed her. I, I said this on the pod. I met her through a random panel that I was on for Joanna Vargas. And I was like, oh, my God, a Reiki person in real life. Yeah. <laughs> IRL Reiki. Oh, my God. This is like, what do you what is, it's like a unicorn. Um, and she had pink hair. So I was like a unicorn. Um, but I really I have to be honest. I really loved when she talked about meeting your spirit animal because you all don't know this, but. Okay, I'm going to take you back in time. It's 2008. I'm becoming an applies instructor. And I am driving across town from Venice to Beverly Hills. For those of you who know LA, no one really does that. But yes, I used to cross the 405. I was not AWOL. And I would go to Beverly Hills and I was driving. And it was early in the morning. And these, this murder of crows murder flew in front of my car as I'm driving. And I was like, oh my God. And I like didn't hit any of them. But I was like, that was so close. And then one boomerang back. And I, I swear I had to look back in my rear view mirror and make sure they're flying away. And it really like, it's so weird. Like pigeons flying for your car, all the things, squirrels. And you don't go, Oh my God, that was, I mean, it's tr- like, you don't want to hit them. But like this one, I got to the studio and the client that I was teaching that day it was the first time I was meeting her. 
And something came up about weird things in the morning. I said, the weirdest thing just happened to me. And I told her the story and she is a medium. And she said, oh, I think you just met your spirit animal. And I was like, a crow? Aren't like those like for like witches? Like, I don't understand. Anyways, I look up crows. They're freaking the best spirit animal. Like really, really awesome. They're so freaking smart. And um, so I got really excited. So every time I saw crows, I was like, good luck, good luck, good luck. So, okay, fast forward years later, a lot of years later, what is this? 2008. So now 2013, I meet Brad. We don't get to dating until 2014. So it's like November of 2014. We're going to a Rainey's wedding. Do you remember this, Brad? Yeah. Those are my dog's ears. Santa Sorry Barbara. about that. So we're in Santa Barbara going to this wedding and we're walking down state street and there is a black Raven painted on a doorway. And Brad says to me, I always thought I'd have like a company called like the white Raven. And I was like, oh yeah. I do remember that. Do you remember that? Yeah. That's so cool. And so anyways, I was like, ravens look like crows. Okay. Anyways, if you haven't looked at how Brad spells his last name, it's crow E-L-L. Okay. Now here we go. That night after the wedding, we're in this hotel in Santa Barbara. It's freaking awesome. I have a dream of a crow flying through the air with the ribbon LL out of its mouth. And Brad and I had agreed that I would never bring up marriage. However, we were at a wedding. I didn't bring that up. He got invited by my friend. Okay. But I had to tell him this dream because I was like, that's so weird. So then I told him about the stream with the crow and the ribbon. Uh, do you remember this? I told about this, like the ribbon is spelling LL. And if you look at his last name, crow, E-L-L. So E looks like an on percent LL, my initials. All right. You're still with me. You're still with me. <laughs> so then when he finally proposed to me, cause he got his shit together and he figured out that oh, like, yes, I'm, yes. The I'm the oh, best. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Right. Right. Yeah. I'm the best. <laughs> um, we, we were getting ready planning for our wedding. And for whatever reason, we decided to get tattoos because we thought that would be a genius. It is genius. Anyways, we got a crow with the LL spelled out. Well, I can jump in on that because my, so my cousin is an, a, an artist. She's a painter. Um, and um, so I reached out to her and, and explained to her, hey, would you be able to do like a watercolor of, uh, of a crow holding a ribbon blowing out with an LL in the back? And, uh, so she, you know, sent over a draft. I was like, yeah, that's really cool. And she, and she painted it. Yeah. And then that actually is what turned into the tattoo. And then it also became the tattoo at our wedding. Cause everyone got to have their own fake tattoo version. Yeah, that's a different story. Tattoos. Ask me about it later. Anyways. <laughs> now Brad has a company called as a crow's fly. It's not white Raven, but it's pretty freaking close. So y'all <laughs> this story, all to say is. You may have met your spirit animal. And if you have, I highly suggest you go through the research of it. And if you haven't, pay attention. It's probably like peck, 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 or flying in front of your car, or I don't know. But there, these, these are little, there's signs everywhere. And I know this can get really woo-woo. This is a one-woo show, and I freaking love it. So get your spirit animal. Okay, what did you love that she said? <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast. I right? to okay. tell that story. All right. <laughs> but don't you think it's crazy? You wanted to have a, a business about a raven, and now you have a whole company called As the Crows Fly. We it's have true. A, we have a retreat space. We named a road in Cambodia. Like you couldn't have crow any. Like, you like where else do you want it? <laughs> okay, I really loved uh, when she very in an offhand way uh, said. You know, Reiki is not religion. Mm-hmm. Reiki has no deity. I think it's cool. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I it's it's a Japanese uh, uh, um, art form, 
right? And basically, it's an energy exchange, mm-hmm. right? And and I I don't know. I just she said I grew up in a very Christian uh, world, you know, but this effectively put me in touch with my emotional side, you know, my energy side in a way that you know there is no conflict. Uh, between the religion that she has and the practice of Reiki that she has. And and she didn't really go too in-depth into this, but that I, I heard that whole thing and I walked away with that because I always thought it was kind of weird and I don't really know anything about it. And I just was like, well, you know, I don't, whatever that is, I, I don't know if I'm down with all that. Well, because it's, I mean, like, I don't know, you saw the craft. That was our first date, everyone. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's like, you know, why is a feather stiff as a board? And it's like hands over a body. And so people can think of Reiki as like some sort of like weird craft, but like it has no deity. So it isn't it, it like, and I do think for those people who are Christian, we have lots of Christian listeners. Brad and I went to Christian colleges, by the way. You wouldn't know by my foul mouth, but I did. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and I you know, I struggle a bit because I like to. I like to tell my parents like you can be Christian and Buddhist, and they get stuck on the on the idol. They get stuck on the god. They get stuck on that, and like, and Reiki doesn't have that. So, like, I think dive all in, go find a Reiki instructor, call Geneva. I think she does it virtually too. So, I don't know. I yeah, don't, I don't put words in her mouth. Well, and anyway, I I thought that was actually uh, really. Uh, surprising. I didn't, I didn't know that. So I'm, I'm very excited uh, to have listened to her talk about her experience Mm -hmm. and how, um, you know, Reiki has helped her really stay more in touch with her emotional side. Well, and, and all this, it's so funny because it's, I don't know, it's like what you pay attention to, but I'm doing um, this training on breath work and it's trauma informed. And we spend a lot of freaking time with our emotions, like a lot it's not something I love to do. And, um, and then, you know, I, of course I found her before I even started this program. And I actually think that the, like the keys to like peace and love are just a lot of people getting in touch with their emotions. And so if you are struggling with that, um, and you don't, and like therapy doesn't sound like, you know, as fun as doing laundry, like we like to say, then I highly recommend Checking in with the Reiki instructor because you've got to get in touch with those emotions, y'all. Cool. Yeah. All right. So finally, let's talk about the Be It Action items. Uh, what bold, executable, intrinsic, or targeted action items can we take away from your conversation with Geneva Faith? Uh, I'm going to jump in here and uh, uh, say, have an I don't give a fuck attitude. I kind of thought this was cool. Her, uh, the, I just want to sing this song. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, she said this is something her teacher um, said because it would bring her the people, friends, clients, you know, things into her life that she wants around her. And, um, well, I think that it... Well, it just helps you show up more authentically yourself. And that's the hardest part because people say, like people say all the time, just be your authentic self. Just be your authentic self. Yeah. It, I mean, in fact, I think good that luck like- without giving a fuck. A, cu- a couple of, yeah, right. A couple of episodes <laughs> ago, I think I said, how do you even do that? Yeah. Because you have to know yourself if you're going to show up authentic, you know, as yourself authentically. And that's hard. Uh, to, you know, admit who you are to yourself. Well, you um, might not like parts of you and that's actually okay. 
Right. Yeah, sure. And I guess that some people who don't give a fuck still don't like parts of themselves. But I, I think that if you, um, I, I, I don't, I don't say this in a way that's like, you know, don't have, um, you know, a moral compass or don't have any of that kind of thing. But I, I do like, it's not like you're, you know, out to hurt other people and you have, you're not caring for other people, but having an, I don't give a fuck about the way you're perceived in the actions that you're doing is a very freeing thing because when you are, if you're constantly worried about how people are thinking about you, uh, you're going to do, you know, you're going to act according to how you think they're thinking about you, which is like a reverse chess game. <laughs> it's so, it's so funny. People are like, I don't play chess. I'm like, you fucking do every day with the way you, That's you so carry yourself around people. You're acting in a way that you're imagining they're thinking Stop about you right now. It's so freaking brilliant. It's like, you know, so anyway, if you, what if you didn't care about the way that they think about you, then you could just be well, okay. Oh my God. I'm mind blown right now. I'm like my, my, <laughs> you know, when all the ideas hit, like I have a crash course on ideas in my brain right now, but here's what I, I think is thank you for prefacing. Like, this is not a, I'm going to hurt people. Cause I don't give an F this is not like, you know, throw two sheets to the wind and just do whatever you want to do. It is though, recognizing that you are not a taco and not everyone's going to like you. I love how you keep coming back to this. This is, well, you know what? My friend, Kara Lamb, I don't know if she listens to this, but um, I'll have to let her know. She wrote, I just don't trust people who don't like tacos. (laughs) Just don't trust people who don't like tacos. And I was like, people don't like tacos. You can have a taco made of jicama. Like there's not like, there's so many flavors of tacos out there. But I say this because I wish I had been told not everyone will like you when I was growing up. I would have not become a perfectionist. I would have not tried to go, okay, how do I make sure I don't step on anyone's eggshells? Like, how do I like make things like it's so precious? Like, so, um, we're trying to find different ways of making you understand, like not giving a fuck is not hurting people, but it most importantly is especially not hurting yourself because you playing chess, like Brad is saying, it's like, it's like reverse Yoda. What is that whole thing? It's like reverse, reverse, reverse psychology and reverse. So, (laughs) but I just, I, you were right. It was a couple weeks ago. We're like, how do you know how to be authentically you? And I really do think it's like just being okay that not everyone's going to like you. But most importantly, try to really like yourself and show up as that person. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, did you like how you were today? That is like the simplest way of not giving an F. That's we're, pretty powerful. Thanks. Anyways, I'm Leslie Logan. And I'm Brad Kroll. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you going to use these be it action items in your, in your life? I for sure want to know. Brad wants to know. I want to know. What you're going to do is you're going to screenshot this. You're going to tag us, the Be It Pod, and you're going to tell us your bold moment where you didn't give a F on you are authentically yourself or what you learned about yourself. Um, if you have questions, send to the Be It Pod. And until next time, we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye for now. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day.
Be It Till You See It is a production of As the Crows Fly Media. It's written, produced, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll. Our associate producer is Amanda Fratarelli. Kevin Perez at Desenio handles all of our audio editing. Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music. And our branding by designer and artist, Gianfranco Chofi. Special thanks to our designer, Jaira Mandal, for creating all of our visuals, which you can't see because this is a podcast. And our digital producer, Jay Pedroso, for editing all the video each week that you can. And to Angelina Herrico for transcribing each of our episodes so you can find them on our website. And finally, to Meredith Kroll for keeping us all on point and on time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.